Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. We are here. We're going to wrap up results from Unadilla. We're going to talk picks and predictions for Bud's Creek. Uh, before we jump into all that, let's thank our sponsors. And man, oh man, thanks to everyone who watches the show, hangs out with us, comments, all that stuff because uh, we are picking up traction here and we are picking up sponsors left and right. So let's start with our main ones here. Our presenting sponsors, uh, BC Pizza, Premier Custom Trailers, and TLR Coatings. Want to thank them. They're really all helping us out uh, on the on the front end with all the monetary stuff for the show. Um, then want to thank some of our other sponsors here who are who are coming on board, uh, like freshly coming on board slash our are uh have been around with us for a while so jt cycles for helping us out with prizes for this show uh the dirt bike depot for helping us out with prizes for this show uh and our couple of new sponsors um uh complete racing solutions courtesy of our friend coach rob and then newest sponsor alias sport with their cbd uh, line of products, uh, CBD pain balm and their chill spray. Uh, so they're coming on board now, helping us out with some stuff. So thanks to all of them. Really, really appreciate it. That was everyone, right? Did I miss anyone? I don't think so, buddy. Okay. I think I got them all. I hope so. If I missed anyone, I'm sorry. I don't have my <laughs> Dude, list. Dude, the sponsor in front of me list right is getting now. so big. We're going to forget them all. Dude, when I was making the Chiz interview, I literally was like, I'm gonna have to get a bigger screen because I don't have enough room for sponsors on here now. Like we're gonna have to start. <laughs> we're gonna have to start actually sizing logos. It's gonna be a pain. So I uh, love it. Anyway, love it. Uh, on the phone with me, the OG co-host of the show, and the m- dog, chill out, bro, and the most committed person to the show outside of myself, <laughs> the one, the only, Justin Hartzell. Hi, buddy. What's going on, pal? Well, you know. We've been on the phone for about an hour before this, talking all sorts of crap because things are moving and shaking for us, which is crazy. Uh, Movers and shakers, buddy. Movers and shakers. But now it's time to talk fantasy, and Cole was running his mouth here yesterday at the at the house, riding with me about how he didn't even get a chance to talk about his big win at... Oh, What the hell whatever. was it? What was that? Washougal? Yeah, his big yeah. win at Washougal. And then tonight I hit him up, and I'm like, hey, bro... You in for the show, and that uncommitted fellow is <laughs> at a John or I'm not sorry, not John Deere at a combine demolition derby. Yeah, boo. I mean, dude, as motocrossers, like we're all kind of some hillbillies in our own way, but that's a special kind of hillbilly. I think we're gonna have to clippy clippy him. Yeah, man, I think he's getting a little uncool for us at this point. Like, I don't know, man. Maybe, like, you know, if we actually, if he ever actually comes on the show ever again before Supercross, we'll give him a chance to redeem himself. But, I mean, dude, next thing, if he tells me he's in a, a, a goat rodeo or something, I'll be like, mm, I don't know, man. I don't know if I can be associated with you no more. Well, speaking of goat rodeo, 
And I told you this oh, story, boy. but I want to put it out there for the listeners. This kid okay. shows up to my house yesterday to ride. Ah, Mind you, okay. he is a rep for Tucker Rocky. Okay? Gets massive discounts on stuff because he's a rep. Fair enough. Works for him. Whatever. Gets ready to go ride. I'm getting my bike ready because I was prepping the track before and working all day. He comes over and asks me for chain loop. Chain loop. <laughs> I really hope his dad hears this and just whoops his ass because I'm sure his dad would be super pumped to know he's running around without chain lube to go ride. I mean, bro, at least like if you're in a pinch, have some WD-40 or something, but like showing up with nothing? With nothing. Boo. Absolutely Boo. nothing. So he had to borrow chain lube from me like a little broke bitch. Uh, bitch. So yeah. And I told him I was going to call him out for that on the show. Now, I really wish Taste he was on water here. water out of your fridge. I really wish he was on. See, I wasn't going to bring that one up. That wasn't a big deal. But the chain ah. loop. The chain loop Look, was I a thing. I brought it up for you. Well, whatever. I brought it up for you. So, yeah, I told him I was going to call him out on the show. I like, I legit told him. I was like, dude, I'm calling you out for the chain loop. Like, you're getting, you're getting your ass called out for that. So, he's not even here to defend himself. He chose not to be here to defend himself. But he, you know, had to borrow chain loop. Like, what a fucking spode move to not have chain loop when you come to ride. Just not committed. Bro, I have a whole caddy full of fluids. I have oil. I have transmission fluid. I have air filter cleaner. I have air filter uh, lubricant. I have chain lube. I have uh, WD-40. I have uh, two-stroke mix. Even though I don't ride a two-stroke, it's literally for the kid's bike if she's out riding with us. But I have two-stroke mix. I have... uh, What the hell else do I have in there? I don't know. I have a whole smorgasbord, dude, in my little caddy that I take with me to the track so that I'm prepared. It's got a funnel. Committed. I got carb clean. We are committed, bro. Committed, committed. like you don't even know. So, Should be our new slogan. Committed. Committed. <laughs> Moto Aftermath show. Committed like you don't even know. Put that shit on a t-shirt and sell it. Yeah, for for four ninety nine. For four ninety nine, we're selling it. So, anyway, <laughs> um, all right, let's get on to the show here. So we are here to talk fantasy motocross. For those of you who don't know, we do play fantasy motocross on the Pulpamex Fantasy site. Uh, we have a league. It's Moto Aftermath show. I will, uh, I'll put it on the screen right now. Make sure to go join the league. If you join the league, make sure to go follow us on Instagram, send us a DM with your team name so that that way, when we give away prizes or we get to like season ending prizes, uh, we can get a hold of you and make sure that, uh, you get your prizes. So, um, I believe for God, it's been so long. I haven't really done one of these because last week I didn't have power. So it's been what six weeks now, five weeks since we've done one of these. Like it's been ridiculous. But uh, it's been uh, a minute. Yeah, we're giving away a full set of 2022 answer gear. So jersey, pants, gloves to the winner of the league here for outdoors. Uh, currently, Cole is leading our league, which is weird. Uh, but a- ADM, you are in second place. What's up? It's off. No, it isn't. It should be. I turned it off. I was just gonna try and t- I just tried to turn it off, and it was going off. That's why I was wondering. I, well, I turned it off earlier. Blame someone else. Anyway, back to the show. Great radio. Um, ADM is in second place in our league here. So at this point, you're winning. If you pass Cole, double points for being cool. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, people are like you guys really hate cole oh man it's not that we hate him we love him but just in a weird way yeah like a redheaded stepchild way kind of yeah pretty much so um yeah. also we are i mean dude 
I got a whole box of gloves here I got to give away. So we're just going to give away gloves here uh, for the next. You get a pair of gloves. You get a pair of gloves. For the next four rounds. The winner at the next four rounds here. So every round for the rest of the season, we're giving away a pair of gloves. Um, so again, make sure you DM us your team name and join our league. Uh, I have a box full of moto gloves. I don't care what you do with them. You can burn them. You can use them for toilet paper if that becomes a thing again. You can do whatever you need to do with them, all right? You can ride with them, ride your mountain bike. I have some shift gloves I use when I go cycling. Like, I mean, whatever, dude. But the winner for the next four weeks, each each round, we're going to give away a pair of gloves. So um, make sure to join the league and get in there. Now, wrapping up Unadilla here. Justin, I was just looking to see if you were still ahead of me in the league. I believe you are. You are. You have 3261, and I have 3174. So about 100 points behind. Not going well for me. I had a pretty decent... Yeah, I had a pretty decent. I had a really good weekend at Washougal, and then I had a I had a pretty decent weekend at Unadilla. So yeah, I definitely made up some ground on some people. Yeah, Dilla Dilla, I wasn't bad. So uh, go ahead, go first. Let's hear your Let's hear your Dilla team and what you got. So for Unadilla, I had uh, 461 points overall, rank 795. Two races in a row, I was in the top 1,000. Uh, my 250 class, I had J Mart got a solid 50 points. Like I think it was just. It's kind of a no-brainer with the way J-Mart was riding the last couple rounds just to pick him at like a two or three handicap of what he was at. Um, I went with Jaleek Swole. Almost, almost was a lot worse than it. You know, it started off bad. Bad start, whatever. Um, got me a solid 62 points. Um, I went with uh, the the kid that I'm going to keep believing in, and I know you're going to – you probably would have shit on me before the race had I told you who I picked. His first race back since uh, whatever it was, round two. Seth Hamaker got me 51 points. Good day. <laughs> Actually was doing really well that second moto had he not, whatever he did on that hip jump, probably would have been closer to 80 points, but I don't even know what he did, whatever. Yeah. Um, but the one that screwed me was Garrett Marchbanks, and I don't know what the hell is going on with him. Maybe we'll have to talk about him after Bud's Creek on the normal show because uh, things are unraveling quickly for Mr. Garrett Marchbanks. He got me eight points. That's two times <laughs> I picked him this year where he's got me single-digit points, so uh, fuck you, Garrett Marchbanks. Outdoor season um, not going well. <laughs> Uh, and then 450 class, dude, this is super funny and I've never had this happen before. So I had three dudes, three dudes, all score me 80 points, all score me 80. Wow. Cody shock, Jace Kessler, Jeremy Smith, all 80 points. No shit. Crazy thing is, is all three of those almost might've been a hundred points. So yeah. I was sitting there after the second moto and I was going, Ooh. And then when Jace went down or whatever, I was like, damn it. But, uh, all 80 points with all three of them. Uh, Cody Shock, once again, I've said before on the show that I have a hard time picking him, but obviously he did really well while Shugel. He's gelled well with Unadil in the past. Even when he was in the 250 class, I was like, you know what? Nine handicap, eight handicap, whatever. I'll roll the dice. Paid off. Jace Kessler, uh, I know coming off of being top 20 in the 250 class on the stock 250F, he prefers the 450. Obviously proved well. Another kid that's definitely opening some eyes. And then Jeremy Smith. Um, he just has local knowledge of Unadilla. Obviously, like everybody knows, you don't get to ride the main track, but he's ridden it so many times in the Nationals before. He's had good results. Thought he would have good juju. 80 points, qualified really well. And then Kenny got me a solid 50. Obviously, we know going 1-1. So, yeah, I mean, overall, if I look at it, had Garrett Marchbanks actually rode like Garrett Marchbanks should have, I would have had a lot better score. But I still think you yeah, having eight points with one guy, 461, in my opinion, I think is pretty good. So I was, 
I was happy with it. I mean, my goal pretty much every round at this point is just to be in the top 1,000, and I was 795. So, yeah, I was I was pretty happy with 461. Yeah, that's not bad. I uh, I didn't have a terrible day. I ended up 427. Uh, okay. I was 1,865th overall. So, like I said, not terrible, not great. Solid points that if I'd have been able to get that like earlier in the season here and kind of skip yep. some of these 300 rounds, well, then it'd have been a lot better. Uh, 250 class, I had Hunter Lawrence. I thought, you know, Euro track coming from Europe, we would have decent 39 points. So it wasn't terrible, but it's not great for an all star. Um, yeah. I was with you. I had Jalik Swole with 62 points. So he put up for me. Uh, Dylan Schwartz obviously had his issues. So 33 points out of him. I was really hoping for a little bit better than that. Cause he's been killing it pretty well and obviously fucked yep. myself. Cause now I can't pick him this week. So that sucks. Uh, and then I had <sighs> trolltraining.com. trolltraining.com, <laughs> trolltraining.com. I just thought what was that, like 24, 24 points. I just thought, yeah, you know, he's out. Y- yep. The, the train yep. is off the tracks there. So yeah, I, I, and just I think thought, that that's actually there's a lot more to that now. I just thought that man, he you know we had a rough week the week before or at Washougal or whatever, and I thought man we've had a few weeks off like we'll be good, veteran savvy, and then we break our wrist. Yeah, what do you mean more to that? Like in the sense that not with his injury, but I think that like. I will not be shocked if this might be the career for Amart. I think that he's, I think he's done. Phil told him just to retire. I mean, I don't <laughs> normally agree with what Filthy has to say because Filthy is just Phil. But uh, yeah, man, I I remember hearing stuff, and he even said it on a couple of his uh, like his, his uh, vlogs or whatever early in the year that he didn't know how much longer he could do this. I'm gonna be willing to bet that this might have been the last nail in the coffin. Yeah. I don't think we're going to see Troll Train moving forward. I don't think so either. I heard he wasn't getting yeah. paid for that team either. So, well, that doesn't surprise me at all. Like the, literally, fucking look at the look at the team. Like there's fucking four different presenting sponsors. Like four different presenting sponsors, and they have a semi just for him. Like eh, yeah. I don't think we're making yeah, a whole no. lot of money. I think we're spending it to look like we have money instead of just coming in a van. But whatever. So yeah, which really sucks. But yeah, no, I yeah. Yep. But, again, here we go. We could get into what's wrong with the sport, but we won't. So, anyway, moving on. Four, <laughs> 450 team for me. Uh, I had Chase Sexton with 38 points. I mean, for what the way the day started, I'm okay with that. Oh, because, yeah. let's face it, when he's laying on the ground in the first turn after getting high-sided, I'm just going, oh, fuck. Well, there goes that fantasy 200, pick. 200 riders first turns. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, I then was like you two. I had Jace Kessler with 80. I had Cody Shock with 80. So, that was awesome. Uh, I then bet on the man himself who bet on himself in fantasy, Keg Clayson. Uh, I mean, he got mm-hmm. me 56 points. So, it wasn't terrible. Uh, not as good. That's you know, could have got like Jeremy Smith or something for like 80. But, you know, it wasn't terrible. I heard I heard him on the uh, on the pre-show or whatever with pulp that he was going to pick himself so i'm like well he must be feeling okay if he's going to do that because i know he plays fantasy pretty regularly so i was okay with yep. it uh yeah so we'll see going forward but um and then i had first lap leaders i just picked a 250 rider i picked justin cooper i figured he was going to be good on the start i mean it's unadilla he's going to be feeling it like unless something crazy yep. happens and uh yeah i got them both right obviously for both motos so 15 points there so that gets me to 427 so Moving on to Bud's Creek here. Do we have Bud's a Bud's Creek? Do we have a weather report? 
50% chance of rain, but with our luck, with uh, the way the season is going, it's not going to rain at all. Not at all. Not at all. So, okay, great. Um, so, anyway, uh, okay, so I'll start because I picked a team uh, before we started talking earlier. So, 250 class, okay. um, and these are all subject to change. Well, at least the first one. The other ones, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I got Ramier Alves. 14 uh, handicap. Oh, 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 uh, mm-mm, nope. I think he's out. Great. Okay. Well, we'll see here. Um, that'll have to get changed then. For right now, he's on my team until I for sure know. Okay. Like until I get to Saturday and he's not on the practice list, I'm I'm on. Um, yeah. All star for two fifties. I got Justin Cooper. I mean, two handicap. Chances of him being on the box are pretty fucking high, especially considering we're coming down to championship time and he's four points ahead of Jet is all. So he's going to put it down. Um, yeah, he's also been pretty good at Butts Creek over the years. Yeah, so. so, I mean, your chances of scoring good real close to 50, I think, are really good. Um, yep. I then have uh, a couple of PC guys, Austin Forkner and Seth Hamaker. Hamaker, what's, uh, I saw, what's Hamaker's handicap? Seven. I was nervous, but we made it through last week up until, you know, obviously we crashed or whatever there. But, but um, he was riding really good both motos up until that point. I mean, his first moto was good. The yes. second moto, he was in fifth. So, yeah, he was definitely doing well. I'm not going to lie. We all know he's been he's been fucking around with Epstein Bar, and so that made me nervous. But it wasn't as hot. It yeah, wasn't that hot at Unadilla, and, it, and I don't think it's going to be hot at Bud's Creek either. So Yeah, well, I'll have to keep a weather report tab because if it does get hot, he's got to come off my team because I'm scared he'll melt. Um, yeah, Like yeah, most of the other guys. I mean, if we could run through who, how many of these dudes got Epstein Barr, uh, it's a little bit ridiculous at this point. Um, Probably 90% of them. I mean, y'all got to watch, much like myself, if not a better one. Uh, mine says I'm overreaching right now, so tomorrow my, my workout level is going to be very, very low so y'all should maybe that's probably, Marshbanks's problem yeah maybe, maybe that's Marshbanks's probably problem. that's the next thing that's gonna come out is he's got fucking you know epstein so whatever anyway um yep. and i have austin forkner at a two i mean we've got some people that are out here uh pierce brown is out like i've heard the tld Nichols, moseman yeah i've heard the tld truck's not even coming i mean so you take some of nope. these dudes out he seems to be getting somewhat better uh, yeah. so I mean, I mean, like he had a sixth place finish last week in the second moto. So, I mean, I think, you take, I think, you know, you take again, a couple of these people out here and I think you're, I think he's well inside the top 10. He's a non all-star. So I think that's going to work really, really well in my favor. Um, yep. so yeah, so that's my team. Um, who do you got? And then we'll kind of talk some other outsider picks here. So for my 250 team, uh, I pretty much have, I mean, I think I could go the same thing with you. I could go with either, you know, Cooper or Jet. Um, I think it's kind of a pretty solid pick to pick either one of them. But I think at this point, I'm just going to go with a high handicap uh, and Joe Shimoda at an eight. I know that I just saw that his wrist or hand or whatever is okay. Uh, I think he was just a stinger. I don't think it was anything like there's no underlying issue or whatever. So Joe at an eight, I mean, unless he fucking ragdolls in the first turn again, I think with an eight handicap, I mean, I think it's pretty hard pressed to see him not finishing inside the top 10. So with an A handicap, I'm pretty confident with that. Um, I'm going to go with, as of right now, same thing with you. This is subject to change, but right now I'll go with Josh Varese at a nine. Uh, he got 13th at uh, Unadilla. Ooh, that's a bold I pick because Dilla was a kind of a, kind of a surprise ride out of him. So, yeah, but you got to think though, even up until that point, like Varese has pretty much been inside the top 20 and like his best finishes have been inside the top 15. So at a nine handicap, I mean, even if he finishes 15th, like we're still inside the top 10s points wise. So like, I'm pretty confident with that. 
Um, and once again, I just, he's a good starter. He's not sprint speed good, but his, his cardio is good. So I'm pretty confident with him. Um, I'm going to go with the local kid, even only to four handicap, Jarrett Fry. Jarrett Fry did not get a chance to race Bud's Creek, if I remember correctly, last year, or maybe he did, or not last year. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, he didn't, he didn't even, obviously we didn't go to Bud's Creek last year. Um, he's a local kid. Knows Bud's Creek like the back of his hand. He got eighth at Unadilla. He's been slowly trending up ever since Millville. Um, I think being that his time at Star is starting to wind down, I know he's going to have a lot of friends and family there. I think that we're going to see the, what was it, sixth place at Paul last year, Jarrett Fry. I think we're going to see that from him this weekend. Hmm. I think that he's going to want to go out with a bang. I think that, like I said, with it being a home track for him, he's going to have a lot of friends and family there. I think we're going to see the best Jarrett Fry we've seen since he went pro. So at a four handicap, I'm really comfortable with that. Um, and then the other one, and I hope he's going, uh, Vincent LaHuvia. But I don't know who that is. Probably not a lot of people know who that is. Yep. Uh, he's got a 17, he got a 17 handicap. He got 20, 22nd at Unadilla last week. He's around that area of the country from the Northeast. Another kid, Ridden Buds Creek a lot. I just expect him to be inside the top 20. So at a 17 handicap, even if he gets 20th, like, I think he can manage that. Like, he's pretty much been a top 25 guy since he's, you know, any of the Nationals he's done this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I'm picking Vincent LaHuvia, 437 on a KTM. Last time I checked, he was riding KTM. Maybe it's yeah. something different now. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go with Sh- Joe. I'm going to go with Jarrett Fry, Varese, and Vincent LaHuvia. All right. Um, let's see here. Mumford, I'm out on. Nichols is out. Uh, let's see. Anybody else down here? I don't Max Volan would be the only other one I'd be looking at at yeah. a zero handicap. Yep. Um, Stop. Lee, Kitchen, Kitchen and Kilroy, maybe. What's Kilroy's handicap? He may be. Seven. Is he doing 450, though, or is he 250? See, that was the big thing. A lot of people thought he was going to do the 450 uh, at Unadilla, yeah. but I don't think he's contracted to ride the 450 because hmm. they really they don't have a 450 guy. So I think he's going to be back on the 250 again. He's at a 7, and Kitchen's at a 2. Um, Kitchen obviously had a really good second mode at Unadilla. I just think that uh, not doing those 35s at race pace, it got, it got to him because obviously him and Volan had a good battle. He passed him, gapped him, went back. But uh, I think that um, I think that either one of them would be really good. Um, the only other person that I'm seeing, and he didn't even show up to Dilla, but like I know that he's racing or he's at least riding because t- <laughs> Moto after Matt's own Kevin Moran's raced him at some local race a couple weekends ago with Grant Harlan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know about him. I haven't heard anything from him, so um, or about him. So we'll see. We'll just have to see if he shows up. What he looks like. Well, yeah, he got hurt know. at Redbud. He got hurt at Redbud, and like he just. He didn't show up to any other rounds, but like obviously, like I said, I know he's fucking riding. He raced Kev at some local race a couple weekends ago. So Dude, like, and that local race was fucking stacked. I was asking Kev about that on the show actually because oh, I was like, Dude, yeah, where it was where fucking him, fuck Cody, and Buskirk. Yeah, but they had a. He said they had a good pro purse there. It was like 13k or something. So yeah, so that's a that's yep. a decent pro purse. Um, Styles, oh, yeah. Styles Robertson. I'd stay away from him. I heard he's got issues going on. Uh. That's probably that knee. Uh, probably the knee's it, finally getting to that. I heard it's other issues. 
Oh, that well, that wouldn't be shocking. He probably has a whole bunch of issues going on. So I'm, yeah, no, I mean that thing we were talking about earlier would not surprise me if that was one of his issues also. Oh, yeah, yeah, me neither. So uh, anyone else in two fifty? I mean. The pickings are getting slim here as we get towards the end of the year. I mean, I guess you could go J-Mart at a two because I think he'll end up on the box. I mean, realistically, I think your box for most of the rest of the year here, the last four rounds in 250 class, is Justin Cooper, uh, Jet Lawrence, and Jeremy Martin. Like, you may may get a surprise like Hunter up there or someone like that, but outside of that, I mean, that's pretty much what I see. I honestly, I don't disagree with that at all. I think the only places that we could see a mix-up with a guy like a Max Volan, a guy like a Levi Kitchen, is when we go back to the California rounds, just yeah. because obviously even though everybody, a, a Joe Schmota could fucking get on the box at fucking Paula. Mm-hmm. I think that like Buzz Creek and then Iron Man, I, I tend to agree with that statement pretty much, obviously because Cooper starts are on point. Obviously, Jet and J Mart. That goes, you know, without saying. Yep. Um. So yeah, I would tend to agree with that. It will not shock. It will. Sh- it actually will shock me if we see anybody else on the podium. Mm-hmm. But yeah, once we get to the California rounds, then I'd be like, okay, maybe you'll see a little bit of the change. But yeah, Buds and Iron Man. I I'd be really really shocked if it's anybody other than those three on the box. Yep. So, all right. So moving on, four fifties here. Um, I'll start once again because I got my team in. So I got uh, new friend of the show. Kyle Chisholm, because Chiz is going to Chiz. 13 handicap. Chiz is going to Chiz. He's going to be in the top 20, so that's going to get me points. I'm in on that. Uh, All-star, I got Christian Craig at a 7. I mean, that dude's knocking on top fives every single moto at this point, so I'm in on that. Um, Yep. And, and I mean, the 450s is where I get a little sendy here. I then have also a new friend of the show, Scott Meshi, at a 14. Um, he usually dabbles in the top 20. I know the second moto at Dilla, he got like 25th, but Dilla's like such a weird fucking track. Everyone keeps talking about how Bud's dirt is really similar to Florida dirt. Meshi is, is riding down in Florida. He lives down in Florida at this point. So hopefully he should do pretty well there. And I think he's, so he's from Pennsylvania. So Dilla and Bud's, he's been around a lot. He said, Oh yeah. Um, so, so hopefully we should have some good mojo going there with Meshi. Uh, and then I have another another local favorite. It's the Summer Rod Bell, baby. Summer oh, yeah. Rod Bell. Justin Rod Bell at yep. a 10. I think we're going to see some breakout stuff coming from him at Bud's Creek here because he's put in about a million laps, I believe, if I'm correct. I'm probably not. Well, that's kind of where the, that was the race that kind of put him on the map was Bud's Creek anyway. So. Yep. So that's my 450 team. Who you got, man? Uh, I got Chase Sexton at a four. Um, we obviously know that, uh, he has been once again, trending up since Wash Ugal. Mm-hmm. Um, had he not fucking high sided himself into the planet earth, uh, that first, <laughs> mo- that first moto of Dilla, he probably, I mean, he, yeah, he it almost guaranteed he would have been on the box because yep. we obviously know how the second moto went. So Chase Sexton at a four. Um, I just, I kind of think that's a no brainer. I think that once again, unless some stupid stuff like that happens again, I think we're at the point now that we kind of know that chase is top five or it's nothing. Um, I am going to go with Justin Rodbell as well at a 10. He got 17, the Unadilla. Um, it will not shock me if he is closer to the top 10 at Butts Creek, if not the first privateer. No disrespect to the other guys, the other yeah. privateers, but I would think that if we're talking privateers at Bud's Creek, I think Rod Bell's probably going to be the number one guy. It will shock me if he's if he. I'll put it this way: if he has a bad weekend at Bud's Creek, I will be completely shocked. Yeah. yeah, I just it'll it'll blow my mind. Um, 
Another one, where is he at? I have Ryan Surratt, but I'm trying to look what his handicap is. I had it on my screen. Where the frick did he go? Uh, Ryan Surratt at an eight handicap. He had his best finish ever at a national in 11th. Um, once again, we're talking about, you know, there are some people that are going to be out this weekend or some people that are going to have some ailing injuries. So I think that, you know, you take out Rod Bell. I think Surratt kind of is maybe that next guy that's going to be up. I think that he's top 15. Even if he has a bad day, I think he's top 15 speed at this point. Yep. Um, and this is where, man, this is where I'm I'm struggling, though, because I want to go with a new friend of the show, Kyle Chisholm, at a 13. Chiz is going to chiz. Chiz always chizzes. But another guy that's very, very good at Bud's Creek from that part of the country, and I know that he is not – I mean, I guess he – is he a is he Jacob Runkles? I talked about him earlier in the year, and he got me some good points. But is he is he the same? Is he if he's the same? Okay, so he's thirteen. No, nope, I'm putting Chiz in. I thought Runkles would have had a higher handicap. They both have the same handicap. I'm going Chiz. Good idea, good idea. Because you know Chiz's handicap well, going to drop because he's going to do decent this week. Yeah. So. Well, Runkles, like I said, if he would have been eighteen, because I know Runkles, he's actually gotten top twenties, top. I think his best finish ever was at Bud's Creek. Okay, I think he got like sixteenth. If he was at an eighteen, I'd be like that was leaning towards it. But since him and Chiz both have the same handicap, I'm going with Chiz. Hmm. So I got Chase Sexton, Kyle Chisholm, Justin Rodbell, Ryan Surratt. Sweet, sounds good. A um, couple things to note. Jason Anderson was supposed to come back. He is out. He's having wrist surgery or something else. I don't know. Something's wrong with him. I can't remember. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. Barsha, bad, I guess. Barsha still out. Um, Bogles had He might good, be back for the last two. Maybe. Bogles had good finishes here before, but, man, he's only a three handicap, and he's got sickness issues going on also. Uh, do we know if Chris Canning's going? Canning uh, asked if... Well, after Millville, he said he would be at all the uh, the rounds close to Massachusetts. So, so I would I assume. assume that he's going to be at Buds at Ironman, and I think that that's going to be mean, his last round. Seven handicap seems like he might be okay. He might be on the board there, you know. Uh, yeah. AC still out. I don't know. I don't think Clayson's racing him. I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. Actually, you know what? I think he is. I think Clayson's in for this and Ironman. Um, okay. I think he said he was going to do... Uh, let me just keep Jeremy Hand would be another one to look at yep. at a nine. He got 16th at Unadilla. Uh, once again, another guy that maybe his outright speed isn't the greatest, but he gets better as the moto goes on. Yep. Um, heart shaft has been going backwards. So at a five handicap, that's I'm way out. too, yep. that's, yeah, that's too much money for me. Uh, um, Dylan is a one and I would stay off that because he's in title mode. So he is not pushing it any more than he has to at this point. So unless you see Kenny, tell, unless something yeah. happens and Kenny gets a bunch of points and starts to get within like say 15, you're not going to see yep. anything out of Dylan that he doesn't have to do. Uh, I would say anybody pick Kessler though at a 12. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Like he's right on my screen. I can't pick him, but yeah, if you can pick Chase Kessler, definitely go for it. Uh, ben Lemay's a ten. Is he coming? Do we know? As far as I know, he is. As far as I know, he is trying to do as many races as possible. Now, obviously, with privateers, we know that can change, especially Ben Lemay, because it looks like he almost has no sponsors this year. Like yeah. he's literally doing everything on his own. But at a ten, he got fifteenth at Unadilla. Obviously, once again, another guy that's ridden Bud's Creek many times, even being from where he is, like he just he, he knows all he's been doing this for so long. He knows all these tracks like the back of his hand. So and it's Ben LeMay. So he's just solid. So like that's another guy I'd look at. 
Another guy that I see is on here. Who knows if he will be here, but he's another local to the Northeast, Tristan Lane. Uh, he's an 18 handicap. Um, he's not going to be a guy that's going to shock you and be top 15, but he's definitely a top 20 capable guy. Mm-hmm. So at an 18 handicap, even if you get 22nd, like obviously that's really good fucking points. So that's another guy to look at. Um, Cody shock. Yeah, Cody shock is definitely one to look at. He's red on my screen, but he's a six handicap. I mean, that's a top 10 dude. So you're looking at, uh, yep. Jer- Jeremy Smith is another one. He's a 15 handicap. Yep. He also has put in a bunch of laps up there, I think is what I've, from what I understand, so yeah, I he's from that area. So, him. Uh, let's see here. Tomac at a two, eh, not really. Uh, Webb at no. a negative two, definitely out. Wilson's got Epstein bar, so no, thank you. And yeah, that's pretty much it for four fifties. No, maybe fir- oh, maybe ahead. privateer Tyler Stepek. He got fourteenth at Unadilla. He's got a twelve handicap. Uh, he's had an up and down year. He's had some really good motos and some really shitty motos, but it's yeah. another one of those guys coming off his best finish ever as a pro at Unadilla, like might have some good juju going with some confidence. So that's a 12 handicap. I mean, once again, you're pretty much at this point in the year, if you can almost bank a guy being 20th with a double digit handicap, it's kind of worth rolling the dice in my opinion, at least maybe for some of these people, it's not, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's other guys on here, but who knows if they're actually going to be there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Bobby's going to be there. I mean, once again, I think Bobby's written, you know, buds quite a bit. I don't. The hell is his handicap at? It's Champs. like eight. I don't know. Bobby makes me nervous because he he could. He's one dude that like you get some of these northeast tracks like this. He could dabble around and get inside the top twenty, or he could get forty. He's got an eighteen handicap. Yeah, he's got an eighteen handicap. So yeah. So who knows? He's not. He's not one that's well, on my radar for fantasy. Let's put it that way. No, it's just one of, for me, it's one of those things, obviously, with just him being a friend, like, it'd be cool to see him do well, obviously, but yeah, I completely get what you're saying. I see that Ryan Sipes has popped up here again, and I remember seeing that he was thinking about Bud's Creek, he's in a nine handicap, mm-hmm. so if he's there, that'd be one to look at, but once again, I don't know if he's actually going, because yeah. obviously that dude fucking races more than anybody on planet Earth. Yep, exactly, so, so any, yeah. any first to finish line for you? No, I said I would never do that, but I pretty much, if I were to do it, I would probably pick justin cooper and kenny i mean the start is really short like it's a it's a heavily favored inside gate pick start and then i guess the the finish line's really close so i'm out on that because it's kind of a toss-up when you get that because somebody could rip a start and then <laughs> get across first and really fuck you over so i'm out this week on this stuff so yep <sighs> so yeah um cool well anything else or um no no i think we're getting to the point we're kind of winding down the season and uh i don't know about you i know that you said i'm somewhere around 100 points i'm in 23rd so we're kind of in the same boat i looked at where the people in front of me and with four rounds to go i at this point my push is to be in the top 10 i know that maybe it's a little lofty but i know that i got a bunch of guys in front of me see i'm marking 10th because i think that um i think that matt is 11th and he's like a hundred some points ahead of me like 110 112 oh boy and i think if i have a really good weekend i think i can i think i can close that up so yeah well i don't know man we'll see i mean i would like to catch you but i don't know if you that it it's not going well for me outdoors here i'm a super cross guy Supercross specialist, we'll call it. Supercross so, only specialist. Not supercross only, just a supercross specialist. All right, I'm like Webb. Supercross like, specialist, I'm sorry. Like, I'm the big bad wolf in supercross fantasy, and then you get me to outdoors, and I'm just, like, here to party. Like, I just hang I'm out. I'm just pissed we're not going to be Cole. 
Yeah, I know that fucking sucks, doesn't it? God. Yeah, that really that really tans my ass. I mean, I smoked everyone in Supercross. It was awesome. And then you get to outdoors and it's just like fuck me. So, anyway, all right. This has been another episode of Moto Aftermath Show Fantasy Podcast Edition. Thanks to our sponsors, TLR Coatings, Premier Custom Trailers, BC Pizza, uh, JT Cycle, The Dirt Bike Depot, Oh boy, I gotta keep going. Complete Racing Solutions and Alias Sport. Links to all of them in the description down below. Again, remember everyone, glove box giveaway. So winner for each round, last four rounds, getting a pair of gloves. So make sure to DM us your team name on Instagram so that we know who you are. And uh, yeah, we'll get you guys some gloves. So thanks for tuning in. We will see everyone next week for Ironman. See you.